This is Diapers and Disciples, episode 85. On Diapers and Disciples, we're talking about living out the Great Commission as a family. We're Cameron and Amber O'Hearn, and today we're chatting all about the perfect date. Yes, best date ever. So, quick story. Me and Amber were going on a date. Amber's parents have been so gracious to watch the kids so many times so we can have date time together. So, we really wanted to see this movie, Toy Story 4. <laughs> like, sweet, let's have our date night. So we, we were getting the kids ready to get out of the house. Things weren't going according to plan. Probably couldn't find shoes and like... We were going to be late for the movie. I was working a little late and... And um, we were really mad at each other because we don't like it when we're late and we think it's always the other person's fault. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, get in the car and it's that like bitter, thick silence of just like, you don't like each other. And we're on our way to our date and we don't like each other. (laughs) Uh, Drop the kids off. Uh, Then we start driving to the movie and we're still not talking. We're about halfway there to the movie and we decide like... Okay, how was your day? <laughs> and Cameron's usually the one to initiate this. You're great about getting us out of that. Thank and you. I am not so much. <laughs> yeah, it's so hard. It doesn't, like, I don't even want to talk to you. I just feel like it's the right thing to do. So yeah. I just, like, make the words come out of my mouth. <laughs> how was your day? <laughs> um, so, yeah, we waited so long to even start talking. We didn't get to finish, like, checking in. We got to the movie. It was fun. Like, we liked the movie, but it was a disappointment. It's like, you're comparing it to the first three Toy Stories. For me, you actually enjoyed it more than I did. But it was like an okay movie. And then we went to the restaurant we were going to, and they're closed Mm -hmm. for some reason. I think it was like they're closed on a few days out of the week. It was really weird. So then we... I'm checking Yelp and we're trying to find a new restaurant and before I know it it's like you know what we should just go get the kids so like then I'm driving back to get the kids and we're still kind of mad at each other and we didn't get the time we needed to like connect right with each other the reason we bring that up is because the best date ever doesn't mean this is the date you had the most fun on and what a lot of people think about dating, they think about like, what's something really fun we can do? Mm-hmm. And that's good. It's good to have fun with your spouse. But we're talking about the most effective date ever. Perhaps. How do you have the most effective date? And we're going to get into that. Especially when your dates are less frequent. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a lot of you that are listening have kids already and... You know, yeah, babysitter costs maybe, and oh, you're yeah. not able to get out as often as you'd like. So then it's like always... once every couple months, and now you're like, oh, it's our right. date night. It's going right. to be so crazy. Right. But here's what's going to happen. Here's like the thing to recognize before you go on your date. Satan is going to attack you. Right he sees He sees how good this is that you two are going out. And he's going to make you hate each other. <laughs> he's going to, he's going to like put some like 
put something in your path to like really set you off and make you angry, he's probably going to get you to fight. We've been, it's probably happened like 75% of the time before we go on a date. It's like we're, we start off mad at each other for something. Yeah. And we're not mad at each other a lot. Right. Um, but it's before we go on a date where she's like, Oh, right. So realize that that's like just a thing to keep in mind. But now we're going to go through the keys to have the best date ever. And also note that this can be done without leaving your house. Yes. You can have the best date ever, the most effective date ever in your living room. Or on your front porch. After you put the kids down, like, you can do this Mm -hmm. and have your best date ever. Should we get into it? Yes. Let's say what it was inspired by really quick. Sure. So, um, in Minnesota, in the Twin Cities, there's a community, a lay Catholic community called the Community of Christ the Redeemer. And they encourage a... I'm not exactly sure how they... Do they call it a date night? Or what do they call their... I think they honestly call it a business meeting. (laughs) <laughs> oh, okay. Because it's like yeah. you spend a lot of your time as a couple just like surviving. Right. And like sometimes having fun. But you don't talk about like the vision for your family. Or like you don't check in about the things you need to check in on. Right. The so practical this, things. This is intentional check-in time. Wait, the business meeting thing, that might be like a net term with your team. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll verify <laughs> later, but... Anyway, so this is kind of inspired by some of those ideas. Yeah, shout out to CCR and Net Ministries for the wisdom. So I want you guys to remember this acronym. Ask me. I love that. The reason why you want to remember that, ask me, is because this isn't a time to just like wing it. This is this is a time to be intentional and ask the other person questions. So you can like be efficient with your time but also make sure you're make sure you're like covering all the really important things that need to be talked about mm-hmm. on a regular basis. I'd recommend you do a date night like this at least once a month. This can be done like once every other week. Just like after you put the kids to bed, just get it done. Mm-hmm. Honestly, we haven't we haven't been good about getting it in. We get it yeah. in occasionally, but yeah. we should do it more often. Right. So ask me. So I'll just say what the words are in the acronym, and then we'll go through them one at a time. Ask me. Affirmation. Sex. Kids. Management. And each other. Amber, I have a question. Why do you start with affirmation? Because it... Pop quiz. Sets the mood. It sets the mood. Yeah, it's it's warmth. You feel like connected to your spouse. And it... Yeah, it sets... I want to affirm you for how... And right now, Amber's thinking of like, oh my gosh, I got to affirm my husband after this. Let me think of ideas. Uh, This just came to mind, but how excellently you've been homeschooling our kids and making it like a special environment and like really um making it so the kids want to learn Mm -hmm. and it's just 
amazing to walk out there and see like all the things stuck on the wall and like <laughs> every time I go out there because I work from home it's just like you're doing a new activity and you're not even like overwhelmed you're not spending a lot of time each day but just the time you're spending is so uh effective thank you I would love to refer <laughs> you for <laughs> um particularly with the podcast now that we're doing kind of a, a new format and um, working on it together, how you have been so good about like planning it out. It's not like we're just going to go in and wing it. It's like, let's be intentional. What, what do we feel like? What do we think that people want to hear about? Let's be intentional with planning. And, um, yeah, I just appreciate the, the leadership that you've taken in that. Oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. So you start with affirmation because it sets the mood and like, you're get, you're probably going to be angry at each other or you're going to be like, I don't really want to check in. Like that's, I don't want to do this business meeting, blah, blah, blah. But affirmation will like get you to want to be there mm-hmm. and like want to connect and like, oh, I do love this person because <laughs> you're remembering like good things about the other right. person and they're affirming those things. That's right. That's good. Okay. Affirmation. Amber, what happens after like Two people who love each other are affirming each other all the time. Well, it sets the mood for something. <laughs> and then what happens after sex? Just so we're going in order. So you have affirmation, sex. What comes from sex? Offspring. Off? Well, oh, kids. kids. <laughs> I could, Offspring. I we're, <laughs> we're going through so many other words earlier. For our acronym, we're trying to make things. Okay, kids. <laughs> Offspring. <laughs> what happens after you have kids? It's all fun and games, right? You have to manage. There's Ooh, so management. Much to manage. Okay. And then let's say you're doing a ton of management. What tends to happen? You lose connection with each other. So you yeah. need to sit down and talk There's about it. There's a lot of stresses. Yeah. You just need to know how the other person's doing. Right. Okay. Affirmation leads to. <laughs> this is funny. This is like a. Ask me is a good way to remember it, but also remember there's like a logical order to it. Too. Yeah, it's nice. Affirmation, sex kids management each other okay Mm -hmm. affirmation we just did an example of that um so let's go on to sex just really briefly um because i I know there's some people out there who just won't know what to talk about because they've never done it before um just like never talked about it (laughs) (laughs) let me let me go into it for those who've never done it before we just explain. <laughs> By done it, I mean talked about it with your spouse. Because it's not a... I don't think that's a thing typically people do. And like... <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes, I Talk about it. Yes, okay. Like, it's almost like... Um, yeah, there's there's a certain amount of like vulnerability that comes from even talking about it with your spouse yeah it's an interesting thing but it's also important to talk about it because there can be frustrations there Mm -hmm. but there's also things that you just need to let the other person know that these things are working right Mm -hmm. so that's that's it just talk about what's if there's any frustrations and if anything's working Mm -hmm. good moving on moving on okay okay kids so we're at the K. So this is simply how is blank doing? Mm-hmm. And this is really important because instead of like 
putting out fires when they show up. Like this helps you get a picture of like, oh, where is Lucy at? And I've noticed she's been acting this way. And how how do we want to act towards her? Like how do we want to discipline her when those things happen? Like, is that something for time out? Is that something for we take away a toy? Is this a phase? Mm -hmm. um, is this serious? Like, how is blank doing? How is this kid doing? Our child doing? Um, and I think this is really helpful, especially if there's like one stay-at-home parent. Like if you're a stay-at-home mom and you're spending most of the day with the kids, yeah. you probably see a lot more, you know, what your kids are struggling with, what they might need to be reminded of, and what they're kind of working through. Um, so then it's helpful because then you can talk with your husband about, I've been noticing this. Or Yep, that's great. Okay, that's the K. And then M is management. So this is like the practical details. Uh, this is important because have you ever had a, a time where you're, you uh, have scheduled something that night or you planned on doing something with your friends or you had a meeting with someone or you, someone's coming over and your spouse didn't know about it or your spouse scheduled something else during that time. Mm. There's a lot of stressful things you can avoid by just saying, hey, what did the next two weeks look like? Mm -hmm. Oh, we have, you know, on Wednesday and Friday, like those are the only evenings we have open. And then we're doing something else every other evening and this is when I hope to to do this thing. The other, the other thing I want to say is maybe this would be a good time to think about, and we talked about a couple weeks ago, I think it was mother culture and father culture. Mm -hmm. What time in the schedule could be good for you to take mother culture? Hmm. Less so like in spurts throughout the day, but like maybe there's an afternoon you'd like to spend at a coffee shop. Hmm. Yeah. Or maybe there's a time I would like going to get a beer, mm -hmm. just like at a bar, mm -hmm. just to like with my thoughts, Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> things like that, um, or go watch a movie by myself. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's something I like to do. Yeah. Amber never gets it, but <laughs> so like that might be a good time to talk about when can you take time for yourself? Um, just make sure everything's in priority and there's no scheduling conflicts. Mm -hmm. Simple, right? Right. Okay. The other thing you want to manage is your finances. Mm -hmm. Usually one of you is in charge of like the budget. So that person just be ready ahead of time to know where are you like over budget or how does your general budget look? You don't have the, it doesn't have to be like a crazy financial meeting, but just like simple things like, oh, this month we're over in groceries mm -hmm. or this month we, uh, you know, it's the end of the month, but we actually haven't spent all our restaurant budget. Where should we go out to eat? Right. Like, talk about finances. Did you know the top three reasons for people getting a divorce? Can you can you think of them? Why do people get divorces? I think money is, like, financial. Money is, is the second highest. Oh. But if it, when you hear the other two, you'd be like, money's the second highest? Uh, like, communication? Like Nope. Hmm. Uh, work issues? No. Okay, so... I don't know. Yeah. Number one, which is bizarre to me because I think it's it's not defined correctly, but it's just incompatibility. 
Oh. Like, you, you, you married this person. Like, you vetted them. I know there's a lot of cases out there that are different, and I'm not speaking to everyone's case, but, like, I don't even think that one... I'm, just let's put that one on the side, because yeah. that's an odd, like, how do you define that? Right, yeah. It's weird. That's odd. Okay, so money and infidelity. Um, so financial problems is right up there with infidelity. Wow. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. So if you're not talking about your finances and you're just brooding over them or like you're you have two bank accounts or whatever, or you're like you're spending stuff in secret or whatever, like if you're yeah. finan- if you're not on the same page with your finances, that's heading to scary a scary conclusion. Mm-hmm. That's right up there with just like, oh, I, I guess I don't love this person anymore. And it's right up there with infidelity. Mm. We talk about our finances. Yeah. <laughs> Get on the same page. I mean, even if you're struggling with your finances, if you're on the Struggle same page. Struggle together. Yeah, oh, man, a quick story. I know this is vulnerable, but hey, thanks for joining in. <laughs> <laughs> um, last year, we went out for dinner we're on a date talking about finances and i said uh i made a big mistake because i thought we had like a big tax credit that year and it turns out that we didn't get it so we had a few thousand dollars that we um basically had to owed we owed we've never owed before we've always got a tax credit so i just sit there across the table and just say hey babe (laughs) Um, we owe a few thousand dollars for our taxes because I made a mistake. Now, if I would have kept that to myself, I would have, first of all, shouldered it myself. Mm-hmm. It would have been just in the back of my mind. But also, and you could, you wouldn't have been able to support me. In mm-hmm. it. And you would have had no reason to like shift your perspective like we would have been still spending the same way we're spending yeah but we had to be a little more frugal and honestly it brought us together a little bit Mm because it's like you were able to say like it's okay accidents happen and we can do this Mm -hmm. and yeah so i hope that wasn't too vulnerable but that's the good reason for sharing uh finances together yeah okay so that's ask m and now e each other so this is just like what what we usually do just say like what's on your mind like what's what have you been thinking about Mm -hmm. and the other person can talk about their prayer life like i've been struggling i haven't really heard god's voice in a long time or like you know what with work i usually talk about work i'm like thinking about like all the things i'm stressed about or excited about like i'm so excited for this project and or I talk about like board games, like like board games coming out and just like what's on your mind. Mm-hmm. So each other is like this time to just like let the other person talk about whatever they want for a good period of time. So imagine if you had like five minutes to just like talk about whatever you mm-hmm. wanted and you had the other person's undivided attention. That's kind of what it's about being listened to. Yeah. And when I go into this part, sometimes it's helpful for me to think about like, okay, spiritually, emotionally, physically. Yeah. So then I can kind of hit on those few things. And I don't forget to mention something. And, um, yeah, that's helpful to just, for me to go through and say those things for Cameron. Yes. Okay, so just as a review, next time you have a date, next time 
like if you haven't done this yet, like next time the kids are down and you're not completely exhausted, pour a glass of wine or bourbon or decaf coffee, whatever, sparkling water, sit next to each other and do the ask me. (laughs) You got this. You'll, You'll reap the benefits from it. Okay. Affirmation, sex, kids, management, each other. Ask me. Okay, great. So we'll have that in the show notes, I'm sure. Uh, Some scripture verses to kind of bring this home. I think our little girl's waking (laughs) up. So scripture verses... Um, I discovered Proverbs twenty nine eighteen, and it says, when there is no vision, the people perish, mm. but he that keeps the law, happy is he. If you don't have a vision for your family, <laughs> what this wisdom verse says is the people will perish. And we've seen that too often with families. They just drift apart. I mean, the number one cause of Divorce is incompatibility. That's not having a vision. When you when you do this date format, you are unifying your minds. And you're mm-hmm. coming to the same vision financially, for your kids, for your intimate life, for whatever. It's mm-hmm. all you're all under the same vision. But let me read this I'll end on a high note, this Francis de Sales quote. Just like Awesome. I love this. Okay. He says, this is like the benefit. This is like, when you do this, this will be the benefit. Would that our blessed savior were always invited to all marriage feasts as to that of Cana. Then the wine of consolation and benediction would never be lacking. Mm The wine of consolation and benediction. I want some of that. The wine of consolation yeah. and benediction. Like that. When we invite Christ into our into yeah. our marriage, into your matrimony. And when you're like, okay, I know I'm mad at my spouse, but I want more than just, sometimes it's easy to like, it almost feels good when you're mad to like brood and like mm. be alone and like feel sorry for yeah, yourself. Yeah, interesting. But once you make the choice to like, I want to love this person and hear this person out and do this date format where I'm affirming them, we're coming on the same page, we have a vision together, then you will experience the wine of consolation mm. and benediction. And we've, I, that just, in my mind, I just have all these like memories come to mind of like, oh yeah, when we're like, you know, when we finally like reconcile and come together and like laugh mm-hmm. and play together and we're best friends again. And yeah. <laughs> it's like, that's what marriage should be beyond all the, all the times when it's really hard, like stay faithful, have, do the best date ever, like try this out and you'll experience a wine of consolation and benediction. Mm-hmm. Should we pray? Yes. And I would just like to close with a reminder we're not experts, but this is what we found helpful in the first six years. That's great. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Jesus, we want 
wine of consolation and benediction. We want that for our marriage. We want to stay in love and love each other as we did on our wedding day. Um, we need your grace to do that. Please give us the grace to be, first of all, humble so we can approach each other and not be self-absorbed or not have our pride wounded or to just come to each other humbly and in love. And even when it's hard, we pray for your grace so we can say the right thing, <laughs> come out of ourselves, reconcile, and uh, date well. We pray that all of us who who um, are intentional about this, about dating, uh, can experience the benefits you've promised us, especially your Holy Spirit, who is love, who is the bond of charity. Pray that your Holy Spirit comes down upon us and, and strengthen our marriages. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. The, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Let us know if you have any questions or feedback. Email amber at diapersanddisciples.com. God bless. You have been listening to Diapers and Disciples. To find out more about the podcast, contact me or check out the show notes for today's episode, you can visit diapersanddisciples.com. You can also find me on Facebook and Instagram at Diapers and Disciples. To support the show and access bonus episodes, visit patreon.com slash diapers and disciples.